Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview various people from around the globe to help inspire you to live your happiest life. Maybe you're going through a tough season, or maybe you've got clinical diagnosed depression and you struggle to get out of bed and really do anything rather. My hope is that this show is one tool in your toolbox to help inspire you to go beyond focused on the tragedies and and terrible things going on in your world, but to really dream and think about what it is that is your life purpose. I'm really excited for you to hear the story of this uh, woman, this powerful woman, superwoman, and she's super humble, but this powerful woman that I connected through my social network on LinkedIn. I hope that it inspires you, and if you would stay all the way to the end, you'll hear about a fun competition of me actually giving back to you guys that are sharing the show through my gift and my passion of music. Check it out. All right, I am super excited and honored for our next guest here on the Move Happy Movement podcast. Eileen, I'm just so, our last call last week, you know, just connecting, or I should say our first call, it was just it was a, a really beautiful, just kind of, kind of synergy in uh, my life with just everything going on in the world. And, you know, I'm just, I'm so grateful that, uh, that you're taking the time today. And uh, just through that connection, I always love to tell my audience, Jennifer, thank you so much. If you're listening to this, thank you so much for making that powerful connection to this woman who has a lot of synergies in my story. And I don't want to tell your whole story, but thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm very honored, Darren. Thank you. And I love Jennifer. She's she's fabulous. She's just superwoman. Uh, for those that are like listening and watching the show, they're like, what is going on? So we had this phone call. Um, I want to say it was about a week ago, maybe maybe less, a little less than that. And I'm sitting in the parking lot and, and you're sitting wherever you're sitting, you know, and and I'm just like, wow, this lady is such a powerhouse. We met through a LinkedIn connection uh, just one degree away. And you never know what someone's going through. Um, my guest from last week, you know, obviously going through cancer and we had that synergy in, in our lives. And I just, I just loved that you're so passionate for our veterans and our first responders. And you're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but for those that don't know your story and maybe they're not connected to you yet, mm-hmm. why, don't, why don't you tell us a little bit? Let's, let's talk about what, what Eileen Doyan was as a little girl, let's let's start right there. Girl. Oh, that's easy, Erin. I was daddy's little girl. I'll probably cry, tear up. Um, but I definitely was daddy's little girl. I was with my father. I, I did everything with him, you know, fishing and my, um, he was a contractor. I was always with him and his, you know, the company trucks and, and uh-huh. the, whole, the whole thing. So um, yeah, I had a great childhood, great childhood. Oh, that's beautiful. And when you when you went through school and let's let's say about high school age, what what was Eileen like? High school, junior high, middle school. Um, you know, a lot a lot happened, um, and I will tell you that my father had um, a business, his own contracting roofing business, and uh-huh. um, he did file for bankruptcy. You know, back in their early late sixties, um, we lost everything, and oh, so th- wow. that was um, that was a learning lesson. Pain is a gift. You, you yeah. learn later yeah. on all these things. Yeah. And one other quick story. Um, when I was in fifth grade, we used to rent a camp every year um, mm-hmm. at a lake in upstate New York. And um, it was the last day we were there. And my mother was uh, lighting a fire in the fireplace just to kind of take the chill off. Uh-huh. And she lit it with a can of lighter, lighter fuel, which she never should have done. And a spark came back and blew the can up. And she went <gasps> in fire and I was right next to my mother and nothing happened to me and um I mean my mother survived but she had you know she was burnt very severely so you know and um I was kind of shoved off to my aunt and my uncle um who had a daughter at that time because they think that that was the best thing for you to be with a a stable family while my you know parents were going that. so but um so I learned to um survive yeah, I learned to um, to be alone a lot, and I I just learned um, to take care of myself. 
And so those lessons, but you don't really realize those lessons, Aaron, until later on in life. And then you figure out why that happened to you and what, what lessons you learned from that. So high school, I partied a lot. I, you know, loved having a good time and, um, and had a great high school thing, decided not to go to college. I worked uh, two jobs. I worked from eight in the morning till like 10 at night so I could and get out on my own. And that's what I did. Wow. You are a superwoman yourself. Oh my goodness. So, So, all right. So you, you worked, you, you hustled. And one thing that really stood out to me that I was like, uh, yes, wait, 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 I'm reading your bio and on LinkedIn and we're chatting and I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. you wrote nine, nine books. I so did. what age was the first book? And what, what's, if there's missing links between then, uh, feel free to fill in. You know, great question. Um, my mom and my brother actually died uh, within a year apart back in the uh, early 80s. Oh. And so um, at that time, I never really mourned their their deaths, if you will. Yeah. And very close to my dad. My dad uh, did die of lung cancer back in 2011. And it was horrific for any of the any of you that have um, gone through that with someone that you love, you know, the, the most important person and the person you love the most in the whole world, you know, dies in front of you. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. I was with him till the end. And, and, you know, that's my hand that I was dealt that I had to play. And um, after he died, I knew I was in bad shape, rough shape. And um, so I had to do a healing. I wanted, I knew that I was bad and I had to do something. I was smart enough to know that. So anyways, long story short, I Googled search and they said to write a journal. And I said, okay, after two weeks, I got tired of that. And this is- (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so I decided to write a book. Um, my dad was a Marine. He served his boots at Iwo Jima when he was 17 years young, you know, as we are on the um, anniversary date of Pearl Harbor today. Um, so I never thanked my father for his service, which I um, I never knew he was in Iwo Jima and really what he did until like three months before he died, because, you know, you go through all their personal things and stuff yep. like that. So anyways, long story short, I decided to write a book about my father um, doing a tribute to him in the service. And I didn't want to do it just about him because no one was going to read it but myself and my husband. So I said, you know, if if I felt like that, I had there had to be other women that felt that way about their fathers. So I reached out to all my high school friends because our dads were all about the same age. And so I put a book together, uh, Dedication Dads and Daughters, and it was a common thread, a tribute, but I had people that participated and wrote a story in my book. So I said to Danny, you know, I really think that I have something here, and I decided to do a book series, had to name the book series very quickly, and decided to do Unforgettable Faces and Stories because it was a large umbrella, very vanilla, and I could do whatever I wanted. Well, uh. To a certain extent. So thus I started and I did eight books um, that way with a common thread. And I wrote in all of them except for the last one. The last one I did, Aaron, was um, Patriots of Courage, Tributes to First Responders. And the people that I met, um, I'm very LinkedIn oriented. I love LinkedIn. It's a great tool. Yeah. So many great people like yourself and Jennifer. Um, And um, I, it was a great a healing for myself and for other people and just to get into that whole patriot and first responder world yeah it's incredible Aaron it really is incredible mm-hmm. um, and so that was released in 2018 and I was pretty much doing a book a year and yeah. my husband was diagnosed with prostate cancer um just not stopped for you twice <laughs> and uh wow. So my book had come out, I think in September, he was diagnosed in 20, early 2019. So I said, well, I'm going to take some time off, spend some time with him because he had just, he had decided when he found out, found out he had prostate cancer to bring a cocktail, a premixed cocktail drink to market. Uh Because, you know, I think when you find out you have cancer, you know, you think, oh my God, 
what should I do with, you know, what, what have I wanted to do with my life that I haven't done? Yeah. And he used to do Christmas presents with this drink he met and everyone kept telling him to bring it to Marcus. So he finally did. So I said, oh, gee, okay, I'll help you with the social media. I'll, yeah. you know, go, because I don't know where I want to go. Yeah. And um, until I find it. So in 2019 was going by and um, I had this, this woman, she, uh, her name is Christy Gardner. She's a, a retired sergeant, double amputee. And um, she wrote about her service dog in one of my books, Pet Tales, back in 2014. And she plays sled hockey. So Danny and I, we live in uh, New Hampshire and Mass and Maine are very close together. So yeah. we go to a couple of her games when they were in the area. And we stayed in touch because she's from where my husband's from. Anyways, yeah. She was telling us her story was that her dog saved her life basically because mm -hmm. she did come from, um, uh, she did think about suicide mm -hmm. and her dog actually saved her from doing that because she had something to, to partner with and, and yeah. to forward in her life. Mm -hmm. And she decided she wanted to train dogs to help other veterans and first responders. So you can kind of see how the, how the cloth is weaving. Yeah. So, um, I was going through my Facebook feed one night and I saw this, we have something here, Steve Hartman, and he does a segment called On the Road. I don't know if you're familiar with him or not, mm, but all of a sudden I, I saw Christy's name and I said, oh my God, what, what is this? Mm -hmm. So um, I listened to the segment and it was about three minutes long and Christy had gone to a breeder and saw this puppy that was born deformed with a front paw. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, breeder can't sell it a foreign puppy. So they didn't know what the fate of the puppy was going to be. And Christie's like, well, you know, my mom didn't euthanize me. I want to take the puppy and I want to um, train him to be a therapy dog. Aww. And that's what she did. So I I cried and I cried and I cried when I read this story. And I, every time I see it, I cry. Yeah. And um, how can you not love veterans and puppies, right? Right. <laughs> so, so I said to Danny, I said, okay, I'm going to write a children's book. Never did a children's book in, um, I, um, in my life. Never even thought about doing one. And he says, oh, okay. You know, I have 100%, 150% for my husband. So I called Christy and I said, hey, Christy, I saw your segment on Steve Hartman. I'd love to do um, a children's book about you and Lucky and Moxie. Are you okay with that? She says, yeah, sure. No, nope. yeah, that'd be great. I love so that. I hung up and I said, oh my God, what did I just do? What am I doing? <laughs> what did I just do? I had no clue. But you know what, Erin, you learn, you figure yes. it out. Yes, you do. Oh, so this is my book. Yay! Lucky little guy, big oh, mission. Cute. And oh it has all these cute little puppies on the back and whatever. Oh, okay, and so those listening right now to the podcast need to hop on YouTube to check out this image, this beautiful book cover. It, wow. it, it is beautiful. I can tell you put a lot of time in that. So My illustrator is local. Illustrator. The, um, the whole book was done in New England, which I'm very proud of. And um, the book is available on my website, Unforgettable Faces and Stories, and Amazon. So, but anyway, so we do book events. I've connected with yeah. so many people, um, connected with Home Base Foundation, which is the Red Sox. Uh, I'm a big sports fanatic, Patriot, yeah. you know, hugely, which we just beat the Bills last night, which was awesome. Woo. But anyways, uh, contacted Home Base Foundation. They invited Christy to throw out the ceremonial first pitch on September 17th, and Lucky and Moxie were there. We got a 20-seat suite to watch the game. Nice. And, you know, they do so much for veterans. And, you know, Christy is so awesome for what she's doing. She's started a foundation called Mission Working Dogs, and she's built, she had a home built by um, Tunnels to Tower, which I could talk about for an hour. Uh, what a fabulous experience. My husband and I have gone up there and just to see, they built her a house in 12 days, 12,000 hours. Wow incredible people literally and most of them are first responders a lot of the um the crew from this organization were firefighters uh -huh. and they take two weeks off a summer and they build a house for a veteran oh. some, some of the people do it as a family project if, you know so yeah. the parents are teaching their kids whatever um That's and it's amazing. just a fabulous organization so um talk about camaraderie wow oh it's incredible. The brotherhood, the sisterhood. Wow. Um, and you can see Christy and Tunnels to Tower um, 
uh, commercials on TV and things like that. But anyways, the story of Lucky is incredible. Um, we are going to do a nationwide um, book reading and also the book is going to be used in the uh, Wounded Warrior Project classroom reading oriented next year, which I'm ecstatic about. The wow. book is incredible. It teaches about being different is okay because yes. kids can be so mean, Erin. Um, we're all different on the inside and the outside. Yep. And Moxie is kind of the uh, guardian angel over Lucky, you know, the, the big sister that takes care of Lucky, you know, as he goes through and he ends up getting his paw amputated, but that's in Lucky too. And um, it teaches about anti-bullying and that to never give up on your dream because Lucky's dream, even though he was injured, was to always be a, a therapy dog at a school and, and thus he is today um, up in Leeds, Maine, which is incredible. Just love him to death, love him to oh death. Oh my goodness. I just, I feel the joy through the screen, the, the beaming pride. You should feel so proud of the work that you've done. And that's, that's the, you already said there's another book on the way. So how many more, are you allowed to tell or is this a secret? How many more are in this uh, series? <laughs> no, I will tell you and I'll show you a secret. Oh. I want to show this. This is not in color, but this is going to be the cover of Lucky 2. Oh, yeah. um, you know, it's a, a very, it, it got finalized today. So my awesome. illustrator is finishing it up and sending over. But anyways, um, I will have Lucky 2 that will be out May okay. of 2022. And then I do have a book um, in my head. I haven't written it down yet. Oh, my goodness. Um, as a so follow-up in 2023 and what it is i want it to um it's going to be about the building of christy's house in her facility her training facility cool. yeah that definitely needs to be shared and it's going to teach children and adults about helping other people mm -hmm. volunteering and the joy in volunteering and helping other people and that we're in this life together we're not in it all alone and awesome I love that there's so there's so much power I talked about it um I want to say a couple months ago um as a weekly topic the power of volunteering on our own mental health our own mood there's so much science and research behind it and now we've got this book on the way to teach little kids I love that I mean there's a reason why schools require it in exactly. order to graduate to go on to high school or college or the professions you know it's like there's so much power behind that. I'm so excited for you. So we'll definitely have to do a follow-up session, but let's get back to your story. And there's so, oh my gosh, I'm like, there's so many parts of your story that are just so powerful, but I see, I, I see a connecting line of resilience. You've gone through so many experiences that I would say to most suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> so many. <laughs> So many things that I wouldn't wish on anybody, but you've, you've channeled them somehow. Let's walk through for those that are going through maybe a tough season right now and they're listening to the show. What are some strategies? Like, how did you pick up on writing? I know you said journaling for a couple of weeks, but who like was, did someone inspire you to, to do that? Was it, was it the spirit? Like, let's, let's talk about that. I think because I knew I was hurting so badly. Yeah. And that I never mourned, um, I never mourned when my mom and my brother died. And no one teaches you how to do that. No one teaches. And, and each person is different um, in their mourning. Yeah. They have to do it on your own call. Yeah. Um, and you have to go through it. And I think that, I again, I was smart enough to know that I was so bad that I had to do something. And I think with doing research and journaling and because it gave me satisfaction yeah. to write something about my dad. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and I'll tell you a little bit of a secret. My books that I wrote, I wrote eight before my children's book. And I actually told my whole life story in each book. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Like yeah. my, my second book was, um, uh, treasures from the heart you know where we get things or we have things from people that have passed away yeah. and then you know I did a book on starting over and we all start over several times in our yep. life mm -hmm. um, so so I had the opportunity to tell my life in those books and I think 
I was done doing that. Yeah. You know, because we all want to want to, we all want to write a book at some point in our life. Yeah. And I kind of did that through those eight books. Yeah. And then the Patriots of Courage, just because everything that was starting to go on in the world we live in in 2017 yeah. and 18, you yeah. know, was coming through. And with my, my dad being a veteran and my husband and I do, do, I don't, we try to do a lot for veterans. And so that was very near and dear and still is obviously to my heart. So I think I was evolving without realizing it. Yeah. Then when I saw, I knew I was looking for something, but I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that Steve Hartman um, interview with Christy, it hit me. That was it. I had no, I, I saw it. I watched it 20 times and I knew that was exactly what I was going to do. I found it. But sometimes you have to be looking to find it. You have to know that you're looking for something. Yeah. I love that. And I would say just from what you described in your first eight books, like I have, I have a similar story with writing my own and just the healing power of sharing your story. I feel like it's cathartic. Would you agree to write, whether it's writing in a, a journal or, writing your book or writing a blog like there is so much healing when you put a pen to paper or when you click on the keys uh, of your keyboard would you agree I would agree and if you think about Facebook Aaron that's what people do people go on Facebook and they tell people what they did for the weekend or what they did for the week or a little part of their life because we as people like to communicate that and write yeah And people people are able to do that in little quick, short notes. I love that. That's beautiful. I'm glad that you found your thing. And I feel like the first eight books were like the launch pad to your designed purpose, which is now focused on helping others because you probably healed through that journey. And now you're like, okay, what's next and now you're focused on that next level challenge for yourself I I totally agree not agree but I want to say when you said the challenge of writing I didn't I didn't know what I was getting myself into (laughs) (laughs) I was like yes that was this whole podcast and vlog like I had never interviewed anybody I was super introverted and teacher I didn't want to talk to any adults when I first was starting out and I'm like all right, well, something within me tells me that I need to take that next step. So walk walk us through, uh, which is our second pillar of Move Happy, community and connecting with others. What, um, because obviously you had, to, you had to have some sort of confidence within you first before reaching out to Christy. What are some, some things, or may, maybe it's easy for you to, to connect with others, I, I don't know. Um, but what are some things that you've learned as far as connecting, collaborating um, for either business or, you know, just in general for your mental health with others? Great question. Um, I've always felt comfortable speaking with people just Mm -hmm. on my uh, career, if you will. So I knew, and when I was going through everything, you know, Facebook was coming out. So you connected on that. You started connecting, you know, on LinkedIn. And that's how I really recruited, if you will, a lot of the people um, to write in my stories because you know my first couple books were I don't want to say they, they were more comfortable because I reached out to people that I knew but okay. I knew as my topics changed I had to reach out to a different audience yeah so I had to build my community so I worked very I worked very hard at finding the right people and I would actually interview people I would go through LinkedIn and they would have you know I'd see a little bit about them connect and say hey I saw that you just, this happened to you. I'm writing a book. Would you like to participate? And that also helped me um, to grow. Yeah. I'm very confident too, because people are telling you very intimate sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Of what happened to them. Yeah. Based on the topic, mm-hmm. because, you know, stories that people write can be very happy, can be very sad, can be very traumatic yeah. and, or have all these feelings all wrapped up into one. So, you know, I started reaching out to people and then most of my contacts, most of the people that wrote in my books after like three and uh-huh. up eight, I, I didn't know. 
until I met them through, oh, and I started getting a lot of referrals. Um, yes. Yeah, I have about six people from other countries that have written in my books, um, which was, oh. which is pretty cool. That is so neat. Yeah. And, um, and I also had an eight-year-old little girl that wrote in one of my books, Letters to Heaven, she wrote a, a letter to God about her grandfather that had passed away. And you know, to treat him nice, even though he snored a lot. He, you know. He, <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh my precious. goodness. Precious, you know. Oh, and my goodness. So, so it gave me a lot, of, a lot of happiness in meeting people and hearing their stories. Yes. Because it motivated me. And my whole goal was to make it a win-win for everyone. A yeah. win-win for the person writing, a win-win for the audience, if you will, that you know, yeah. that, that purchased the book, that read the stories, yeah. and to make them want to talk or tell a story about themselves. Yeah. You know, and because I it, and it's it's funny because that's the way that I thought I was going to keep doing. And then, you know, when my husband was uh, diagnosed and everything kind of stopped, I, I, I found this saying one time and it said, you know, we spend a life getting things, mm-hmm. but you need to find your purpose in life by giving things. Yeah. And I wanted to find my purpose mm-hmm. and, and I have found my purpose that that's what I strive to do. I and that. I hope that everybody finds their purpose yeah. because it really is an awesome experience to find your purpose. It really is. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I I know we talked about you starting your own show and you're not quite ready for that yet, but I see <laughs> so I see so many opportunities in my mind because I'm a visionary and I see things that people don't see and they're like, I don't get it. But for me, I, I see this in your future. Maybe mm-hmm. it's your own talk show or or something, but in alignment with those stories, because there is so much power in healing us, healing others, and healing the audience that's listening to the story of overcoming challenging situations and just being an authentic human being. We all go through struggles. And we do, and I will tell you my long-term goal. I love it. Is um, I want Lucky, or Lucky will be an animated film. Yes, I, you know, I've already started reaching out to people because I just, the the story and the life lessons behind this book are just incredible. They are just, I always tell people the book is for people between two and 92. And it's just incredible the life lessons that it teaches you in the pages. I, I, I am, I, if, if someone told me I was going to write a children's book three years ago or four yeah. years ago, I would have said, no way, I'm not writing a children's book. Right. And then <laughs> everything, I, I so believe in the book. I so believe and love Christy um, immensely yeah. for what she does. I mean, Christy, she's double amputee. She um, plays sled hockey. And what that is, is you the, um, injured veterans uh you go in a bucket on the ice with one ice with one blade and you get out on the ice and you have these poles and you play ice hockey and they they play wow. she <laughs> um wow she came in third in the world in shot puck for the wow. um paralympics so she didn't make it to go to tokyo because she had to be in the one and two Wow, but she was the backup, and she is so That's inspirational. And Third we, in the world. Wow, yeah, we need people to be inspirational. Yes, we do. To all of us, because we all need to be inspired. I love that. And let's go back to you. You're so focused on others. I love that. It's so beautiful. So this animation book, y'all heard it. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard it first. Is this the first? No, this isn't the first interview. Have you shared it on any other show? Not to be uh, prideful, but I'm gonna. <laughs> No, no, um, I have. I will tell you, since the book came out, that has been my goal. So, have you told I, anyone though? I mean, like on a recorded thing? I don't know of recording. I have to be honest. I don't know, but I, I say it to people. Lucky will I be an animated it. film. Lucky will be the animated we just, film. We just established history, people. <laughs> <laughs> on and, a recorded line here, or a recorded. Yeah, I, I will tell you at first that I haven't told anybody except for my husband that um, Lucky needs to be a balloon in the Macy's Day Parade. Why not? Because I think that kids need to see um, something, someone that's different 
And I think that people need to see and um, a dedication for veterans and for dogs. Yes, I love that. And my alarm was going off for our (laughs) scheduled interview that I was off by an hour. So sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently my alarm was set, but just the wrong time zone. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I love that vision of Macy's. I love the animation. Uh, so random connection. I actually had, and what year was this? I think it was in 2019 when I first connected with her. Um, she is an animator who I'm sure she's graduated now. She was on the podcast a couple months ago. Um, met her through happenstance and she was actually studying under one of the original animators from Disney. Awesome. And awesome. she's very well connected to, um, he, he mentored her because of her, just her talent and skills, mm-hmm. uh, but also being a younger person, she's very good on the hipster tech stuff because he was old school, like pencil, like the original animation is a very different field, I guess. I, it's, it's, it's not in my wheelhouse, but just listening to her share the different, the history and the stages of it and whatnot. And she was able to help him with the newer tech of it and whatnot. But we'll talk after the show about that because I love my, my dream is to help empower people to reach their potential dreams, to live the life that they're really passionate about. Mm -hmm. And when I had that clarity moment back in 2018, all of a sudden, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say religiously because I love God. I believe that God really, for me, and whatever your faith system is that you're listening to this show is, I believe that when I got clear on my end goal of my mission to help end depression and, and suicidal ideations globally, that all of a sudden, all these people that had all of these dreams that were wanting to take it to the next level, God was connecting me to them. Mm-hmm. And you're one of those powerhouse stories. And I'm, I see that in your future. I really do. And there's, it's not, it's not that far away to have this turned into an animated movie. I, I truly believe that. And I talk about it all the time. I think it's important for us as people yeah. to, um, like you said, you're a visionary. I think, yep. you know, we have to say things yes. to, uh, to it. And I know, I know it will be. And I'm so excited. I, I just, I'm excited I'm, for you. I'm excited for you. So what we have right now is your book is available right now. People can purchase it, correct? They can. Awesome. Um, you can go onto my website, and it's a little okay. bit long, unforgettablefacesandstories.com, okay. and you can purchase my book there. Proceeds go to Christie's uh, Mission, uh, Mission Working Dogs, and um, I have T-shirts, lucky T-shirts on there as well. I would have pulled one out. I did know we were visual um but okay. we have like anti-bullying and well, never we'll give do up it on your post um on oh, okay. the when we when we announce the show okay. if you have if you have a photo of it oh i do i do of course i have yes i do <laughs> and um so but anyway so it, it makes so, or you can purchase a book on amazon but we don't make as much money on amazon for the proceed you know for the mission okay. To go um, to the website. I'm just being honest here. If you go yeah. to my website, it's better for us, but you, people can purchase it on Amazon as well. Can you say the website one more time, nice sure. and slow? It's unforgettablefacesandstories.com. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Go to the website, order it today, order 10 for your school, maybe 100, mm-hmm. and let's let's uh, let's help her get to this animated movie. <laughs> one book right around the corner, Erin. If you're a superintendent listening to this in this in the school systems or you know a superintendent, that's going to be the fastest distribution channel in my, uh, it, there might be other people that make decisions as well, um, but that's going to be the head that controls all the principles that makes all the decisions for a district. So connect her to, to the um, superintendents and let's, let's get her book spread, uh, not just in the U.S., uh, but all over the world. Uh, because you have stories from six different countries that need to be shared. I love that. So cool. So cool. You're such, you're such a superwoman. Just, I, I really believe you've got a gift. You leaned into your strength and the, the world is just opening up of, of possibilities for you. For those that are wanting this for themselves, whether they're an aspiring author or whether they're 
you know, a dancer or an artist or uh, maybe a builder like your dad, um, what are some words of advice you could give to them? Words of wisdom. Do it now, because if not now, when? Yeah. And um, you can't put off today, you know, and do tomorrow. And you know that from your own experiences. Yep. And, um, you know, my, uh, my husband was diagnosed with lymphoma last year. And, you know, we were going through the COVID, you know, of course, the book's supposed to be coming out, we find out, you know, he's doing chemo through all this COVID stuff. And it was crazy. But you just follow the motions. And you have to, you follow the motions and you work through it. And I am so proud of him, because he brought his cocktail drink to the market while all this was happening wow going through chemo wow so you know so you have to you have to have a vision yeah you have to go after something and again if not now then when and choose wisely whom you share your home with and who you choose to marry or uh you know partner with romantically because uh you both it sounds like are inspiring and sharpen each other's uh, swords, if you will. Uh, you're keeping well, each other I think accountable. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Whether it's a marriage or whether it's friendship. Yep. You know, um, you have to care. Yeah. You have to, you know, give 150% all the time. Yeah. And you have to think not of yourself. You, you have to always be thinking of the other person. Um, I mean, my husband and I have been married 40 years next year. I love that. Congratulations. And, That's, yeah, thank oh, you. I aspire for that one day. Um, but not only in a marriage with friendships or, or Aaron, even people that you connect with on uh, LinkedIn, I will tell you the story real quick. Um, I used to be a recruiter. I used to recruit people okay. for jobs, did it for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And we brought in uh, this woman and she was a top notch um, consultant, very sharp, very skilled loved her dearly and um she lived close by and we always kind of kept in touch and uh you know connected through linkedin and she ended up writing a story about her son in one of my books Mm -hmm. and so she got in touch with me and asked me hey let's do a phone call we haven't chatted in a while Mm -hmm. i said okay so we we got the phone and she's been very successful in her career and now she wants to do something to give back mm-hmm. she's done all the getting yeah. and now she's on the giving part and she has decided to help veterans transition from service to the real world whether write a maze, uh, write a resume sharpen their skills or whatever so mm-hmm. she reached out to me and so you know I've connected her with a couple of people because I care yeah. And she connected with me because she, so you have to, you know, you had talked about community before and, and yep. networking with people yep. and you can have 5,000 people that you're connected with on LinkedIn, but you have to care and you have to network and you have to help people because yeah. other than that, the 5,000 people don't mean squat. Exactly. You have to hop on a call and actually like do a 15 minute, you know, coffee, zoom chat to really get to know the person to start to get to know your connections. I mean, the friends and the people I have met, just like you, I'm sure, have just been incredible. And where else could you have met these people? Yeah, many of which, uh, when I had my home broken into and all my technologies were compromised, many were the connections that I met through my social network uh, because I didn't have any family close by. Yeah. And I was, I'm still, I'm, that's why I have my concert series to say thank you to all of the men and women that helped keep me safe yeah. and the local authorities right. didn't really care during the pandemic. I mean, they yeah. did, but they had so much going on and their stress levels were probably way past right. the peak of everything. Um, I'm so grateful for the the people that volunteered during their, you know, it was like their two week thing, building the home in 12,000 hours, like two months, two months off the grid, 24 seven protection. Yeah. We live in the best country in the world. Well, we do. Absolutely. And I think that last year was a learning experience. And I think a lot of good things came out yep. of it. Absolutely. Uh, and, but I think that's part of life 
anyways, yeah. you always learn something and good things come out of a, yeah. every, a sucky situation. So let's go, let's go back to this 40 year thing. Cause that's, that's such a powerful statement for anyone that's married now or aspiring to be married. Maybe they're, uh, you know, in college or high school and they're dreaming of being married one day, uh, 40 years is a long time or 39, almost 40. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about if you, is it okay to talk about how y'all met? Oh, sure. I met at a bar. Well, it, it's funny. Uh, what I, um, I moved around in my career and the company I worked for moved me to Maine and my uh, Danny sister uh, worked for me and she, she said, Hey, do you want to go? I just moved to Maine and didn't know anybody. And she said, Hey, we're all going out to this bar, blah, blah. blah. Do you want to meet us there? And there was probably, I don't know, about 20 people. So I, I walked in and, you know, everyone's sitting down and there were, there were not any more seats. So I sat at the bar um, and I had a drink and, you know, Danny came over and said, Hey, I'm Donna's brother, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. <laughs> I said to him, Oh, well, what, are you, what are you drinking? I'll buy you a drink. Well, he almost keeled over. Um, I'm, I'm originally from upstate New York, not the city, but upstate you know, uh-huh. area. And, you know, I guess women at that time in Maine just didn't say that to guys. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, I think I'll hang around. And um, so, and we're total opposites, total, yeah. total opposites, um, which is good and bad at the same time. That's what attracts you and that's yeah. what, you know. And you know what? We just made it through. You know, we had... Um, you know, the situation with my mother and brother happened. So at very young in our, our relationship. So I think that that bonded us Yeah, because it was pretty crappy to go through. And I had Danny, Danny there as a base, Um, you know, I drank very heavily and, you know, after all that happened and just tried to figure out life and what to do. But anyway, so, um, you know, we just did that. We went through a lot of hardships when the 80s hit and, you know, all that. But we always, you know what, we always knew we would count, we could count on each other mm-hmm. and nobody else, 100%. We always knew that we had each other's backs. And I think that that's probably helped us because we've been through some pretty crappy stuff. Yeah. And, um, and but I think it helped us in the long run, you know, to 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 stay together because it's easy to jump ship Aaron and a lot of people do jump ship and they they figure that's the best thing for them but um yeah we just made it through the storm and now I mean you know probably the the past 10 years you know after my father died I think it really changed a lot about the way that I thought um you know really really I really want people to know that I care about them I really want to 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 be a a good person you know to 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 do always the right thing even though I I always try to do that anyways but I think I've learned that people don't stay around forever people die and um you really have to appreciate everything and everyone that you have now yeah 100% 100% And I'm so excited for him with his, you know, his drink. It's, yeah. uh, it's called uh, the Flying Fortress. Is it the, and it's named Ooh. after the B-17 bombers. Again, veteran-oriented. That's what he yeah. wanted to do. And the, um, the, the bottle that he made, it's called the Redhead. It's based on the nose art of the plane. Yeah. And the original goal was, like, to, to make another um, flavor and then everything, you know, medically had happened and kind of, yeah. you know, sent him back a little bit, but, yeah. but it, you know, just, just to see how happy he is with what he's doing yeah. and accomplishment, you know, is so rewarding. That is so neat. Yeah, it oh is my neat. goodness. Maybe we'll have to have him on the show sometime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I said, what he's, has been going, going through medically and, um, you know, I love him dearly and admire him incredibly. And, uh, yeah, it's been a journey. Definitely. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. This has been so fun for me. I hope it's been fun for you. Like, I really feel like you, you're a natural, uh, this, this has been like just two girls having a conversation, but I really feel like 
there's listeners right now and there's people watching the show right now that are like, I needed this. I so needed to hear this story today. So thank you. Oh, thank you for welcome. doing that. You're thank welcome. you for sharing sharing your heart with us. And there's other people that need to share their story on your right. on your podcast as well. That's right. Yeah, is we there is there anything else, uh, any parting words, any words of wisdom, anything else that you'd like to share? Um, maybe, maybe there's a question that I didn't ask that you'd like to um, share with our listeners. I think, no, you asked great questions, really, really, really great questions. And we talked about so much. Um, like I said, I, I think it's very important for people to find their purpose in life. And it sounds so hokey, but you really need to find your purpose because that's when that's when life just means the most. It it really, really does. At least for me, it it really has made a difference. And, and to know, I know what advantages and happiness my book and my animated film is going to bring. I know what success and how feelings Christie's mission is going to do for so many people and help so many people so I'm just a small ripple like a stone being thrown in a pond because I I visualized you know like you are very strong in visualization Mm -hmm. I just know I just know the impact and the power it's going to have but each person has some type of a thought that they want to do as well yeah and again do it now, because if not yep. now, do it now. Yep, that's, we are not guaranteed life. tomorrow. Yep. and you know what? You're not gonna. I'm sure your very first podcast. I I shouldn't say this. My very first book. There's so many things I could have done differently. And I it called was- it a blog, <laughs> <laughs> but I reached out to my network that loved me, and it was my high school choir teacher that is a huge inspiration. And I'm sitting in the car on my lunch break at my sales job with my handheld recorder because I just knew I needed to take action. And then you do your second one and it's a little bit better, a little bit easier. Exactly. So, you know, exactly. some people think they have to have it all figured out, Erin, from day one. Yeah. And it's like, you gotta be kidding me. I, I you know, sometimes it's not good to plan so much. It's like, just do yeah. something. Just do, do something. Yep. I love Figure that. It out. Great words of wisdom. You guys heard it first here. The animated <laughs> show's coming out soon. So we'll we'll have you back I for a follow-up sesh when your when your next book is out. I'll let you know. Sure. I love it. It's so freaking fun. Oh my goodness. Yeah. All right, that's a wrap, folks. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Hope that you learned something. Hope that we added value to you. If we did add some value, it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot of a certain part of the show that really stood out to you and uh, maybe write a couple sentences and post it on social media and tag us. You can tag us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at the real move happy. That's the little at sign T H E. R-E-A-L-M-O-V-E-H-A-P-P-Y on Twitter. Uh, We are at uh, Move Happy Team. So the little at sign M-O-V-E-H-A-P-P-Y-T-E-A-M. If you're a Snapchatter, you can snap me at the Move Happy, T-H-E-M-O-V-E-H-A-P-P-Y. And LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn's where I meet a lot of my connections as of the last year and a half or so, um, two years and I have my main page, Erin Nicole, CEO and founder of Move Happy, Erin Nicole Ministries, and Erin Nicole Media. Um, and I also have the business page. You can tag us at the little at sign move, M-O-V-E, dash happy. It'll pop up with a, a lavender and gray logo with the little registered symbol, little R circle at the top. <clears throat> and uh, for those of you that are sharing consistently, I want to honor you. Um, we are doing a fun little singing competition. I love to sing, and I have written this year alone in the last 14 months 30 songs, 3-0. So what I've been doing for our veterans and first responders is doing a concert series, and I also want to honor if you're maybe you're not in that space, um, veterans and first responders, that's okay. Um, I'm doing a listening room competition for the show. And anyone is welcome. Um, those will get an invite uh, that are consistently sharing the show, writing reviews, tagging us in social media, really getting, uh, getting my attention. 
and helping us to spread the mission of empowering people everywhere in the world to find their own their own passion, their own dream, and live it, um, and being that example. So uh, thank you for sharing in advance, and uh, you can check out our downloads uh, as far as uh, total downloads listened um, on the movehappy.podbean.com. That's the movehappy.podbean.com. And I'm going to pull it up right now while we're on the show live and do a, uh, this is as of December 7th, uh, 2021, pulling up the window right now. So we're at 2957. So we've got a ways to go. If you are listening, share this with three people and we'll triple those numbers by next month. Um, that's over 2,957 people have listened to the show. Um, I don't pay for ads or bots. Um, this is just word of mouth advertising, and I really appreciate you guys. Um, so once we get to that 10,000 mark, um, we're going to be doing a little intimate listening room experience. And if you're like, what is that? So my brother, um, he goes by Jay Rice online. He's a big musician, uh, YouTube and whatnot. Uh, he was at, I was in college. I remember getting this uh, text message from him. And he says, sis, you'll never guess who was in this room with me listening to new released music that's not out in the market yet. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And my first guest was my favorite singer of all time, Mariah Carey. And he's like, no, but super close. He knows my second favorite singer is Beyonce. And I love all kinds of musicians, but I just make a decision and I stay loyal for life. And he was in the room with Beyonce listening to um, different artists releasing their music to each other. So when you are in the music space um, or any space, rather, um, when you're releasing something new, uh, you want to connect with others first that are in your wheelhouse. They're at that same level of excellence as you before you like bring it to market and release it. And so that's what I want to do for you guys because you're literally helping me um, one conversation at a time, one social media post at a time, one uh, podcast and vlog interview at a time, you're helping me to end global depression and suicidal ideation, which is a legacy vision and mission. Um, I'll never achieve that in my lifetime. This is something that will go on for years to come. And so I want to honor you by giving you VIP access to my genius skill, which is music, which is singing. So you get to hear never before released music. Um, when we get to that 10,000 download mark, that's the first listening room experience. And I love to sing, so I'm gonna plan on continuing to do it when we get to that next threshold. So thanks so much again for listening to the show. And to sign off, I love you all. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. <laughs> See you guys next week.